Go for it. Okay, so with uh, Darren Ansbro, um, for whatever episode this is, I'm not sure I've lost count. It's only under 10, so <laughs> didn't take much to get confused. <laughs> it's under the 10th episode. Um, but before we start, Darren, I just want to say we've got a few questions today that we've already prepared for each other. We haven't answered or anything. But for those who might be listening for the first time, do you want to just um, introduce yourself? Yeah, yeah. My, my name is Darren Ansborough and I'm the founder of DA Components. Uh, and we've been going for about six and a half years now. And uh, yeah, I just love all things window cleaning and uh, like Elton, the industry to progress forward with new tools and ideas. Brilliant. And you are also on the tools as a window cleaning self, aren't you? Yes, I am. Yeah. Um, okay, so... The first question that I've got prepared, we've only got five or six each. Um, yes. I'm going to do you go, I go. Which yep, sounds good. <laughs> but the first question I've got for you, Darren, is what do you love about window cleaning after all these years? I think me, for, for me to keep an eye on the, uh, the products for the components and being actually on the tools and thinking of the next uh like product in my mind because my mind just keeps going on and on and on and on and thinking how to make things easier for us all in the industry and i also like to catch up with customers because you know when you go and doing your rounds uh you know if you're going to street and there's like i don't know maybe 17 houses in there you know where your cup of tea is don't you which house it's going to be at and what the failure is there is is that if once that person's out you're like oh nightmare there's no cup of tea and just general lads banter as well just being like having a bit of crack at work and you know just batting against each other and stuff and uh i like working on my own occasionally as well don't get me wrong so i think that's basically how i like to go out my day and just enjoy it more you know and obviously if the sun's belting down it's even better isn't it exactly yeah it does make it so much better do you want to know a confession go for it Never ever accepted a customer's cup of tea. Well, ever. And uh, as this is another podcast, not long ago, and he said, "Oh, the, the the golden rule I have is never to turn down a cup of tea customer." Yeah, and yeah, I thought, yeah, geez, yeah. I've never done one. But I started at the beginning of the pandemic. Yes, of COVID, and I thought, I don't want to get, I can't afford to get COVID off them. Yeah, you do right. Yeah, they've licked right. the cup. Or yeah. not washed it properly or something. And then I thought, I don't want to be responsible if I'm cleaning anyone's window, whether they're young or old, and I've got it without knowing, and then I give them COVID. Um, yeah. And I've kind of just kept with it, and I've never accepted a cup of tea yet. Well, I think I think you should, because when the winter months come, and, uh, come around, you're going to need it. <laughs> I might be a target in my cause, my personal development. <laughs> Well, is that as well? Definitely, yeah, yeah. I, so do I you, think that's, uh, do you talk to your so customers while you have your cup of tea, or did you just have? Oh yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. The odd occasion, uh, there's one on the Monday just last Monday just gone. Uh, we go to this call and been doing it since all of the times I've been doing it. And uh, there's 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 a couple of slices of toast. Uh, there's tea yeah. cakes. There's chocolate biscuits. There's Kit Kat. There's just everything. And obviously, we used to stand in the kitchen pre pre COVID, but now it's just in the uh, in the kitchen uh, in the garden on the table. And he comes out now, and he has his coat on, and we're just chatting all about life in general. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you just dig in, 
But the thing is, though, <laughs> I'm a bit looking at eating the actual uh, toast because I think Lurpak's changed its taste ingredients. Because, but that's another question. <laughs> <laughs> you just put it in your pocket, put it in your pouch. When it's not yeah. Well, oh, if you put it in your pouch, it's Lurpak all over your scrims and cloths and stuff, isn't it? <laughs> See, I, the other thing is. I literally, I don't clean any of my friends. I don't try not to clean any of my friends or any of my family anymore as well. And I don't know if it's just because I'm business minded or what, but I see it as the same way as a cup of tea. Like I know every time I clean a friend or families, I'm there for, I, I, I can I can waste an hour and I'm either doing it discounted or for free, probably yeah. more than an hour. Well, it's not wasted because it's quality time with them, but yeah, I don't know, before you know it, I've got 15 houses left and it's two o'clock in the afternoon or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's only a, a quick 10, 15 minutes max. You know, I don't like put my feet up there, like, you know, and get cozy. And <laughs> that's, a, that's what it's it sounds like to me. And I'm, not, I'm not saying it's, it's a boring. thing at all. I just start feeling the pressure, thinking, I'm going to be behind, I'm going to be behind. If I... Yeah, yeah. I think you just got to take it on the chin and, you know, then you see the different sides of the customs as well. Then, and then in my vision, they always, become your friend as well then you know no so, I, I agree with that the customer relationship is absolutely massive yeah it is yeah yeah cool it's huge Brilliant. i mean i'll start doing that going forward yeah i think you should especially in the winter months when it's really cold and you get your hands around that cup uh, just to take the edge off <laughs> when you take your gloves off <laughs> definitely do you want to go uh, yeah do you want is there anything else you want to add that what Add to that why you love window cleaning. Yeah, I think I think we I think we covered all the subjects of your question. Yeah, brilliant. Amazing. Do you want to go for yours? Yeah, so. yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, go for it. You've been successful in the short space of time. What's your vision? My vision is to have an amazing reputation for window cleaning. Brilliant. Yeah. Not not just for me though so i want to be able to know that i've trained my team as well as i can to not have to always be on the tools myself and yeah. really the training side of it so i want to be able to know that my team's out there delivering a, a quality service without me breathing down the neck you know that they're enjoying yeah. working for the company and they're delivering a quality service because they're, in, they're enjoying it. They're the right people for the job. They're trained. They've got the right skills. And I want to develop them as well. So Brilliant. I don't just see it as, you know, this is coming to work. I clean windows and I yeah. go. And yeah. So your, standards, so your standards are quite high. Is that what you're saying as well? Yeah. Yeah. So, so our kind of ethos and our vision. So I do have some kind of like pillars that I call them that I want people to try and embrace and, and carry out throughout the, throughout the day um, while they're working. Excellent. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's a, see, that's quite a big question for me. Like it what? is, and it's, it is hard to answer, don't get me wrong, but uh, like a sad just to that, how many vans do you think you, you want to see yourself to uh, succeed? Do you think? Again, people do, I see people get obsessed with vans, yeah, like how many vans you want on the road but if i had one van with one yes. quality person who was happy and it made so it's not all about turnover no you turn over millions and millions but i don't yeah it doesn't really make a difference you could have no profit no 
you could be yeah exactly so yes obviously i would like to see 10 vans with our logo our branding our quality service throughout the city maybe one but it's also about making sure that i'm happy in in my mental health the the staff members are happy as well i don't want to have 20 vans not make a lot of money and then be stressed yeah all that stress but yeah, hats uh, off to the guys who do like, you know, you know, I, uh, I pat them on the back and say, yeah, good luck. Keep going. That's, that's the, that's their vision, isn't it? As they say. Yeah. Well, I, I got up to four vans and I was like, whoa, whoa I need to, t- this, things aren't right. They, I was yeah. kind of just winging it a little bit. It was, yeah. things were going wrong all the time. Things were breaking down. Customers were calling up with callbacks. And I'd rather have the qu- the quality there rather than the quantity. Uh, I can't run before I can walk. I know that's quite cheesy, but that's what I was doing. Um, so I'd rather have everyone in my team happy. So then I know my customers are happy. Um, don't, I could either get a, get a massive loan tomorrow and I could get a load of vans, do a massive marketing yep. campaign. Yeah. going to be no kind of trial and error there no all just for me at this level that i'm at knowing what i know about the industry it's not um it's not the right way to do it i just want to grow steadily yeah brilliant mate good excellent keep going mate keep going i don't know if that answers the question or not yeah i think i think it's uh i think it's doable (laughs) brilliant Okay. Right so then. Go for it. Your second question was, what was the, what is the best bit of underrated equipment that you use? Now, I would say my own drugs, but I'm not going to say that. It's one of them. <laughs> right? yeah. I would say that. But however, for me, uh, it's got to be the Univalve all day long. It's as simple as that. Now, I know when it first came out, it was like, the next big thing, you know what I mean? And then I think I was the first generation of maybe the year. And then I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's products get a bit cheaper and obviously mass produced and stuff. And uh, people were saying it was leaking and the spring was, I don't know if the spring was stainless steel and it got changed to a cheaper one. But for me, I still say the Univalve is number one is. And poles and maintenance as well, I think... I put my hands up, I don't hardly clean my pole as much as we should. Take it apart and rinse it out, clean the uh, the, uh, the pipe and take the levers off, you know, and give it a PDF, uh, is it the spray, the silicon spray stuff, yeah. and dry it off. However, I do think because it's a mechanical uh, unit, that does need maintenance and it needs taken apart and cleaned out regular. And inspect this spring or change the spring like I did. I change it for a space stainless steel spring, believe it or not, and just pack it with uh, silicone grease and it's absolutely fantastic. It's really The Yoni Valve, yeah. If you keep that maintained, even if you cleaned it maybe twice a year, there's no reason why that won't break. Do you literally the Yoni Valve So there's two little kind of clips on the yeah. side of the univalve is it do you open it up and clean it out that way yes uh, what I'm, i might have to do I, I might do a video on it anyway uh how to take the part i think there is a few videos on 
social uh, what is it YouTube yeah but uh, he has a little groove then you pull the bottom bit off and you pull it all apart and there's a little spring inside uh, and I think the issue is is the spring I really don't think it could be the spring or something but it gets clogged up with muck and grit and yeah it does and everything so all the all the actual piece of plastic that's going up and down the occasion you know all that needs cleaning off with the muck and grit, uh, grit and stuff and then the spring needs changing while you're there. The rubber ring, I don't know if it gets a bit perished, but the ring seems to be okay once I've done mine. And then just clean it all down and then actually clean it with that WD-40 stuff. You use it with your poles, yeah. the dry stuff. Clean it with that. And then before you put it back together, just fill it, fill the grease, uh, the silicone grease where the spring is, clip it all back together. And you won't believe how easy it is to pull up and down. You know, it's just phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. What What do you see the benefits of using it are of using the the univalve? The benefits for using the univalve for the well, I think for everything is to to, to massively save water. It's as simple as that. So when you clean the window, uh, when the water is actually on as well, uh, I use sill brushes. I can't get away with rectangular brushes because I just know over the years it catches the sill and it marks them. Yeah. Uh, so we use sill brushes. And I give the a bit of water, even though there's already water coming off the, the window. As soon as I hit this cell, I turn the univalve off and it's cleaning the cell. I don't just give it one flick. I give it a couple of, uh, couple of sad swipes. And as I'm finished, I just get the brush under the, under the lip and just catch the rest of the remaining drips. Now, the reason why I do that is if you have a, a bare window underneath that window, it just reduces uh, drips on top of the ridge crest and where the bare window is. Yeah. And then once I've done the rest of the house, I will leave the bay window to last completely because of them reduced drips instead of doing it straight away. So the bay window always gets done last. So it's yeah. just reducing uh, uh, drips. And then we use a lot of trolleys. We use the, the backpacks a lot. So it saves a hell of a lot of water once that's on there as well. And uh, recently we've just changed the, the brush jets to, instead of two mil, we've gone for 1.4 mil. Yeah. Now, with using the backpack and you've got it on full ball, it sounds like you're using fan jets. It really gives it. Yeah. Yeah, blast. However, oh, I, think, it? I think it's I think it's a little bit too much on the glass. There's a bit of overspray everywhere. So what I've done is just to turn it down and use it on the controller. And uh, believe it or not, I'm using less water in the backpack with them pencil jets now as well. So Ooh, I'm yeah. saving, saving a hell of a lot of water. I found so, it with. I went to an over eight brush and they had the the smaller pencil jets in all right yeah, yeah. there might be 1.4 as well might be 1.4 i don't know i don't know what they are but well, they were powerful um but i went through a phase of because i with the team that the, the univalves were just breaking constantly and I yes said, oh, quit. Yeah. there's got to be a way and i did i fixed mine randomly but i don't know how i fixed it, it just start it stopped working and pulling and i think i just washed it i washed it out and it just started working again but there should be, yeah, you, I think you'll definitely get some hits and views, especially if you put it up on social media. Just yeah, I think, yeah. You, know, you can actually clean your univalves out properly. This side, take them apart. Um, yeah, yeah. For the sake of, yeah, for the sake of 10, 20, 15 minutes. However, uh, where did it leak from, uh, Max? Where, where do well, you think actually, it leaked from? I had a spare one the other day and I, I put it into another pole and um, it started leaking from the two, like, two kind of little points the like halfway where it kind of clips in it started oh, the o-ring not the o-ring it was midway 
So ah right, right. So it's too as if it was yeah, and as if it was getting past the rubber ring, possibly what's inside. Yeah, it was coming from the side, and then it's about halfway up. It was leaking out of there. Um, mm. But again, I might even just, for my own knowledge now, just go back and take it apart and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I've actually uh, still got some spring somewhere, so I'll have to measure the spring and because I just got some uh, spare springs from eBay, I think it was. Measured it and just double checked it, and I ordered a few and been fine ever since. Mm. It's, it's X, is it X seed that makes the univalve? Uh, yes. And is it patented? Why is no one else made? I don't, I don't really know anything about that side of things. No, uh, Exceed Innovation was the designers, possibly, yeah. but it is Exceed who manufactured them, I think. But I don't really know off the top yet. So, yeah. So there you go. Got like a whole room with all pictures on the wall of like designs of how you're going to make the next one. Like, yeah. Make over the next Univalve, the DA Univalve. Well. Uh, talking about univalves, when when it like before you came in the industry, there was one called Appadapa, I think it was called. Right. Um, before you brush it to the end of the pole, you thread the you thread this Appadapa to Aquadap. Anyway, you thread it to the end of your pole, then yeah. you put your brush angle adapter on the top of that, and as you pull the holes, there was a little like spring thing, like a rotation thing on the top. It was all like, as if the mechanical stuff was outside the pole. And you can right. see it all turning up and down. Then that was uh, pop riveted together. And then the new generation of that, what, what took over, was called uh, Aquatap. And now, very similar to what I've just said, where you put it on your pole and you put your brush on. But you had to twist the pole, a bit like the Garda's one at the moment. Okay. Garda's do a twist version. But what I found with that is when you go over 35 foot, 40 foot, it's very hard to turn it off. So what we noticed is that it was actually starting to put wear on the carbon fiber tubes where the clamp is. Yeah. So it started having a lot more spinning issues. So that got taken off. And then obviously the univalves came in, 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 in the industry. So that's what uh, I just love about the univalve. But in my own little mind, I don't know if I get in the digression of this, in my own little mild, I actually build an, a little mini museum. So I've got all that in series in that side of things. Okay. So that'll be on the uh, that'll be in the museum. <laughs> that's a good idea because I suppose looking back and seeing how it's, things have evolved, yeah, that's yeah. going to spark yeah. more ideas for you, isn't it? That's great. Yeah. How awesome. many people will be doing things like that? That's great. Well, no, no, no not yet. <laughs> we always set a trend off. <laughs> so yeah. I keep, I keep, I thought of an idea and it came out. I saw, I saw it in China or something, and it was a drone with a brush on and a hose pipe on. <laughs> did I mention that to you before? Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. How safe <laughs> is that though? Like, you don't have to have any kind of rope access, any kind of cherry lift, just a cherry pick. You can just pop a, a drone up there with um, I don't know, a six mil hose coming out of it and a brush. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Crazy, isn't it? It's a good idea. And then someone's doing it. I saw a video of it with someone doing it and testing it in China or something like that. Yeah. So we'll be obsolete. We'll all need a drone license soon. Oh, yeah, we will do. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> My little face without the univalve as well. The main thing why I went back to it is, yes, I agree. 
you save water. And I didn't realise it until the univalve came back. I was like, whoa, we're saving so much more water. Yeah. And yeah. it's just a ball like if a customer does come and talk to you or the dog starts running across or whatever, and you've got to bend down every time, find the end of your hose and either unclip it or turn the tap. It, it, it just takes time. And it's some little... Yeah them little minutes every time you've got to do that it just adds up and adds up doesn't it and it's yeah it, it and, certainly does yeah it's not massive wear and tear and strenuous like we're not deadlifting but it's no. it's squatting down every time it's just wear and tear on your body isn't yeah. it it certainly is mate yeah all that energy used yeah I know, <laughs> I know it's not a lot when you look at it but when you're doing that yeah. say 30 times a day over yeah. You know, and then over a month, and then over a year, it adds up to your jo- on your joints, the wear and tear. Oh yeah, you know? right, it would, yeah, yeah. And I know, like people who have been climbing up ladders doing trad <laughs> for years, will say, "Well, that's nothing," but it it is wear and tear on your body. Even oh yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so are we happy with that one? Do you want to go on to the next? Yeah, one? great. Let's go for the next one. Yeah. So this. Do you like work? Yeah. That's you asking me, isn't it? Yeah, go, go for, for it. it. Yeah. Do you like working on your own, or do you like working with others? And do you, if you thought, do you like, uh, which one do you prefer? I love the variety of working on my own and working with others. Um, Brilliant. Because I just try and take advantage of both and take the benefits from both. So when I'm working on my own, I listen to audiobooks and podcasts and they're always self-development there's nothing um fictional about it if that makes sense so i'm not listening yeah. to like the latest star wars thing or whatever i'm always like, listening yeah. to like i don't know a business podcast or a business book so audible for me i, I hate reading i don't really like reading i'm, I'm dyslexic yeah, yeah. I struggle to read it takes me ages to read something i have to read the same sentence about four times just to <laughs> yeah. make sure i've gone like <laughs> You know, same it's embarrassing. Way. I have to. I do. I'm like, I'm, I'm on the same line for four, four times. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And then I read the, the next sentence. I'm like, oh, that's it. Does make sense. So, um, for me, yeah. it's an opportunity when I'm on my own just to, um, listen to audiobooks. And then all I'm doing throughout that day when I'm on my own, say I'm on the tools, I'm making notes because it just sparks more ideas. It's time and clarity Brilliant. for me to go. Brilliant. I need to Excellent. do business or I, I should have been doing this or it, I just make notes and then I go and action them that day. Right. I can't wait to get awesome. get home and, and action some of the points I've got. It's just some time where I'm not with my family. I'm not directly managing someone. I'm just either educating myself or just feeding, yeah. feeding off. But then when I'm with my team or with a staff member, um, I enjoy either seeing how they're developing, getting their feedback, trying to coach and train them when I can. Don't get me wrong, I'm not watching over them every time going, do this or do that. But, um, you know, it's good to have an insight into Brilliant. how they're getting on. And, uh, Excellent. I, I, do, yeah, I yeah. do like both. I like both. I, I yeah. don't have a preference of working on my own or um, working with a team member. But I think because I've got a good balance of it, that's why I like it. I suppose if I only had one or the other, it might be a bit different. Yeah. I might start going, oh, I hate working on my own, or I hate always being yeah. someone else. But um, Brilliant. Well, Excellent. Do you like working on your own? I do, yeah. Uh, I think I'd probably be like working on my own in the summer months, believe it or not. don't know why. Yeah. 
maybe because you just like you're on to the next one, you're on to the next job, you know where you are, there's, you know what I mean, and just and just the way you go. You have your own. I've noticed when I have like if I'm working on my own, yeah, you have your own little routine and you know what you're doing, and there's no one to keep an eye on, is there? Yeah, you know. Yeah, you can just crack on. So, yeah, just crack on. Yeah. The but summer yes. though, when you say that about the summer. It just naturally picks your mood up. It does me anyway. Like, oh yeah. Just yeah, everybody. More energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's smiling. No miserable. Yeah. Everyone's talking about holidays. Well, if we can all go away soon, that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just so much. I just feel like more energized. I, I, I drink more water and I'm eating healthier and. Brilliant. When it's, when it's cold and don't get me wrong, I don't mind the cold though. I don't mind yeah. the cold weather, but my mood, my energy's lower. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Okay, so my next question. Is, Go for it. Um, I'm just whispering this because I don't I've got to read again. I'm not I'm not used to reading. Um, <laughs> oh yeah that's it what is the best seller that you have and why do you think that is I think it's a combination of two uh, it's got to be the bronze wall hands down and uh, the deer applicator spray nozzle the reason why I say this it's just so simple and uh, it's like it's not over engineered both of them are they as a rule and they do what this is on a tin if i can say that <laughs> yeah it actually does what it wants to do and they're both very simple solutions to use as well yeah. in real life problems in yeah. real life problems as well so yeah and they're daily they're daily things aren't they they're things that you use daily they're not just one way oh is that in the van because we might need it i yes i get angry at my I've done them with him if he hasn't got his bronze wall in his pocket because he's got to walk back to the van and get it. But we use it so common. It's so commonly used. Yep, it is now. Definitely. I agree. Yeah. How did you find out about bronze wool? Like, where did how, you... did I, how did I find out about bronze wool? I think it was about seven years ago. There was a, a tour. Uh, there was a guy uh, who owned a rechip pulled. Okay. Uh, came, came over. And a couple of guys got together and they've done like a tour of England to try and promote these products and stuff. And uh, they were at a meet about an hour away from me. And uh, we went up there and introduced himself and had a little. And one guy had this 69 pad and I was like, what's that? And then it's bronze wool. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Where do you get from? Uh, it's from America. All right. Can I just go to B&Q and home base and buy one? You went, uh, no. <laughs> you can't. It's not, uh, it's not available in the UK. And I was like, oh, right, okay. So anyway, I got one and uh, brought it home and thought it was like the best ever, you know. And then looked in to see if I can stock some and he was definitely right. It was just a nightmare to get all those. And in the end, I actually uh, ordered a small order of bronze wool and, and that's how the deer, the deer bronze wool paddle started. The original, by the way. Yeah. So, and then it stemmed from there, yeah. And when I first started it, you know, I had me prototypes and stuff, and it just felt like a brick on the end of the ball. And 
stuff like that. And I've even still got the, like, the, you know, the prototypes and that. Yeah, so it's great. I love it. And that's how the bronze wall started. When someone, when, when you win the cleaning and someone new starts, do you give them the old one and go, you've got to start on that like we all did? <laughs> yeah, like a break. <laughs> yeah, break your back and it's your initiation. Yeah. No, it I, actually, I... Go on, sorry. It was actually made. This, you'll know where it is, right? It was actually made out of a bit of a... UB, uh, what is it? Fascia board. Okay, you know, yeah. Fascia board. I put white plastic fascia board and I put a screw uh, socket on it. And then that lip went round and I just velcroed it all on and it, it just didn't it didn't look appealing. Did it, it not work? Terrible. I mean, it sounds like that would work. It worked. That's what I'm saying. It worked to a degree. However, it uh, it was just like a brick on the end of the pole. It was like, it weighed more than me. <laughs> I mean, it, it then, does make a difference how heavy things are, doesn't it? Whether they're going to get used uh, or not. Yeah, uh, then we went down the road of, uh, do you know the road signs? No, you see your road signs? Yeah. It's about five or six mil thick, and uh, we got a couple of plates of that, and then that went the opposite. It was super light, but it was just dead bendy, you okay. know? So, we couldn't, yeah. so as you put pressure on it, just bent, like you just bent it like tin can. So then it was a case of actually getting like a sheet of six mil uh, polypropylene, was it? So, and then it just went from there. Brilliant. I agree as well, by the way. And I'm not saying this because I'm speaking to you, but I've ordered your bronze wool. I've ordered other ones. When I first started and I first tried bronze wool, I thought, oh, there must be other companies that sell it. So I got some off eBay, which I think was from America. Uh, I've tried others as well, but I generally, honestly, I'm saying yours is the best. Um, <laughs> some of the others, so... One I got off eBay, it, um, it was like a Brillo pad kind of consistency of bronze wool. That, yeah. that yeah. was the one from America, and um, it just it just um, rusted up straight away. You know, in the van, obviously it's it wet is. and stuff. Yeah, rust kind of. Yeah. I don't know. It mm -hmm. just the texture. It went weird. It might not have rusted. It went. Um, it oxidized. Like, Did it go yes, it oxidized. Did it go oxidized. Sorry, oxidized. Yeah, oxidized. yeah exactly that. Yeah. It went blue. Yeah. yeah, it went blue. I was going to say it calcified, but it's not that. It's oxidized. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, um, the other one I used scratched glass. Um, my tip for yours, though, I've got a tip for your own bronze wall. Is Go for it. I'm going to write it down. Don't leave it in your pocket and put it in the washing machine because it. Um... Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's what I've done a few times. I know. Wow. Yeah, because it lasts wow. forever as long as you don't put it through the wash. Yes, if you rinse it out now, yeah, there's no reason why. Even if you got a pad holder, uh, there is obviously excess beyond there, isn't it, where the socket is? Yeah. If you take it off and put it in your pouch, you can just uh, buff the sills up, can't you? You know, stuff. So Yeah, yeah. I always have some in my in the pouch. Um, just saves so much time when you've just got it there handy. Even, yeah. even like the 30 seconds here, the minute there where you'd either use a I don't know. I use the plastic blades because I'm scared of using the metal ones on the glass. So I use yep, plastic blades instead of using them or using a nail. You just whip the bronze wall out and it's gone straight away. Yep. Uh, yeah. Fly, it is. fly crap and bird poo and stuff. It just gets yep. straight off. So and bee pollen, them little dots of bee pollen instead of your fingernail. Yeah, exactly. It does. It does. And um, yeah, like I say, if my uh, the guy I work with hasn't got it in, it's so annoying when we've got to walk back to the van to get it to get it. Yeah. Out. So yeah. He is. 
I must admit, like, here's a few occasions where I'm thinking, and you're looking around, you're like, whoa, with that, that, there's been a dinosaur, yeah? God and Bennett, how am I going to uh, clean that off there without a ladder? Because I do think of that in my mind. Then I hit it with a brush and like bits of it comes off. And then I turn the univalve off so I don't get wet and then spin the pole around. Mm. Uh, nine times out of ten, I'll always have the mini one because the mini one's like only weighs about 70 grams. Now yeah, exactly. Way. Yeah. So, and plus with the mini one, you're getting more uh, pounds per square inch. In said area, you're getting more pressure on that area. Yeah, makes sense. So, obviously, you give it a good go with that. And then it gets the majority of it off. And then I spin it around, turn the water on, then go right. I'll come back to that from the next window just to give it at least five or ten seconds just to let it soften. And then as soon as you go back, it just rubs off for the brush. So, it definitely, definitely does speed the process up. It's got to. It's got to. And then... Because half the time, most of the time, if you didn't have that on there, because we've all done it, because I've done it, you've mopped it up, you've used your brush, right? I'll come back to that. Totally forgot. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, I've totally done that. forgot. 100%. Even with me, I'll put my hand up, but very rare it happens. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, 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 a, I'm a believer is if you see it, just do it there and then don't say going to go back to it. Brilliant. Yeah, you know, you've got your custom coming out going, oh, how are you? And that's it. Yeah. Your brain's off that. Yep. window you've totally forgotten yep. about it it was like you're in a time travel kind of yep. vacuum when that customer starts talking to you and you've totally forgot about going back to that thing in my in yeah. my experience anyway yeah yeah just going back to your bronze will that you bought from uh other suppliers uh if you ever do that anyway uh just a top tip to you just make sure you get the super fine quad zero grade because i think you might have got the medium grade possibly Right. So it's a bit rough. So it's a bit rough around the edges. So that's my top tip I can give you there. Just make sure you get the quad zero super fine. Mate, that's very future. humble of you to uh, recommend other brands as well. Well, the thing is, though, uh, you know, I do my best, you know, we're all here. Well, that, that's what I'm about, you know, I'll yeah. have my best advice of all years, you know. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with bronze wool <laughs> what about the um spray nozzle then so i brought um, a spray nozzle off you right at the beginning and we use it still anytime we're doing it um you're probably going to tell me i've been using it wrong and there's loads more kind of things that i could use it for but i really use it for um gutters and fascias and conservatory roofs mainly to kind of put some form of um kind of pre-cleaning chemical on nothing yep. harsh but um, get, into, get into them gaps and then I've also used it for rinsing down just blasting cobwebs out uh, brilliant yeah we can't awesome. we can't do yeah but is the, there is different kinds of nozzles for the sprayer am I correct is, is yes. that right yes. yes what different kind of nozzles is there because so I don't know I've just I might even come with any other nozzles just came with one um, so you've got the standard so you've got the standard 25 degree uh, spray nozzle yeah, which is a fan jet. Which is a fan jet. It's like it's basically like a brush fan jet. Yeah, thing. So it's flat, okay. flat spray, and it gives you like twenty five degrees. Now we do a, a sixty five degree spray pattern. It's exactly the same flat spray, but it's a wider spray pattern, so you get bigger coverage. So for argument's uh, if you've got like a big lean tool, you're doing your conservatory, you would flood it, and it wouldn't take as long as the twenty five. Okay. Uh, however, you wouldn't be able to like blast stuff out with the twenty-five because it's shorter. Yeah, but you still be able to do it. That's not a problem. So that's the fan jet twenty-five, the fan jet. Uh, 
65. Now, the other two nozzles that we uh, stock is a 6.5 nozzle and a number 10 nozzle. Now, the numbers is the reference. That's what it is. So the 6.5 nozzle is a fully cone nozzle. And as it comes out the nozzle, it spins in a rotation. Okay. There's a little plastic grommet in the nozzle. And as it comes out the nozzle, it gives you bigger droplets of said chemical okay. on the said surface. Then it reduces overspray. So if it's a bit of a windy day and you're using a bit yeah. of a harsher chemical, yeah. the, bigger, the bigger droplets is a bit heavy, so the wind won't grab it as much as a fan jet because a fan jet can give you overspray. Yeah, definitely. And, that, and that's pretty much about the fan jet nozzle and a fully cone nozzle. And then the number 10 nozzle basically is exactly the same as a 65, but it's just got a wider spray pattern. It's got like a 70-degree spray pattern. Okay. Uh, as the 65, uh, 6.5 fully corners and as a 50 degree spray pattern. However, if you're using the number 10 nozzle, fully cone nozzle, you need a, a bigger liter, uh, pump. For argument's sake, if you use the backpack, you won't see the benefit the of benefit the number of 10 nozzle because okay. the, the all out that comes out the actual aperture of the number 10 is slightly wider. I think it's 2.4 mil, believe it or not. So, just literally, literally like little paw. But if you had a standard window cleaner pump, you'd be fine. Or basically a chemical pump, and then away you go. And then you've got the best of both. Then, so yeah, that's about the nozzle. But they're all chemical resistant. You can use them all to your own personal preference. But if you're using the fanjet ones for soft washing, just be very careful on the overspray. That's what I recommend. Yeah, that's my top tip. Yeah, I've noticed overspray, but luckily I don't use anything harsh at all. So, yeah. Um, but, but believe it or not, believe it or not, washing up liquid is fantastic for PVC, but a lot of people seem to go for the traffic fill remover. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be blown away. If you get like stuck and you've ran out of traffic fill remover, put a couple of capfuls of washing up liquid in your backpack or whatever you're using, and you'll be blown away, mate. The soap suds is just phenomenal. You know, no, I've, I'm, I've, yeah. I've used it. I agree. I'm a big fan of uh, fairy washing up liquid. Definitely. On ah, now you're talking about now you're talking about brands. Man of the uh, <laughs> Aldi. Man of the Aldi. Uh, little special. I think it's uh, W5. Yeah. Uh, but we buy the box of 21, 22 in a box, and it lasts for like three or four months, maybe six months. So, but if you've never tried that one, try it. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. I think you did say that last time as well. And do you know what I've heard? Possibly. Couple of window cleaners saying the Audi Audi stuff's good. The Aldi one, I think the Aldi one uh, is it the Aldi one or little one? Little one's the W5. The Aldi oh, one's yeah. a Magnum. The Aldi one's okay. Magnum, I think it's called. So there you go. You've got two to try. <laughs> I've tried them all. To be honest, I do like Fairy the best myself. Oh well, yeah. Like you say, it's personal preference, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, go. so is it? Brilliant. Whose question is it? It's you. Meet you. Go for it. What advice would you give a new window cleaner starting out in this modern age? Okay, so is that starting? A, my 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 bit of advice for them would be to go all in, go balls to the wall. If you want to do it, do it right. Do some research and invest in education, whether that's monetary, so whether you get a mentor or just invest your time. So educate yourself work for free for someone else or, or just ask really? another quin window cleaner say can i come and work for you you know 
time is money. So, so if someone said to me now, oh, Max, can you, can you teach me how to do wind cleaner? That's going to cost me time from my family, time from my yeah. business. It's actually going to cost me money to kind of slow down, come off yeah. the tools or not work on my own business. So, but if someone said to me, Max, I'll come and work for you for a day. I'll shadow you. I'll take notes or I'll help where I can. That's different because... I don't know. I'd, some people would say, oh, I'd never work for free or I'd never help anyone else. But if, if you're a new window cleaner, you've got to be, have a, yeah. you've got to, you've got to go for it. It's not as easy as um, people, people think cleaning windows is the easy part, I think. But building, building a business, building a reputation, having good customer service, making yeah. sure that you're covered on health and safety, your insurance, everything like that. There's more to it. It's not, window cleaning is the product but there's a lot that goes into that um yeah so mine would be just go all in don't just see it as a a nine to five and that's it uh, yeah. yeah set some goals from yeah. the start so yeah. work backwards Brilliant. so how much do you want in your pocket at the end of the month then work it backwards from there um Great. break it down you're awesome. going to need to know exactly how many customers you're going to need what your average price is going to be um, so if you want 3K, 4K, 5K or 1K, how yeah. you approach your business is all going to work backwards from there. Brilliant. Excellent. That would, that would be mine. Just go all in and research and give it your all. Don't don't just um, yeah. think it's all going to come to you because nothing will come to you. You've got to work for it. No. Oh, you've got to work for it, definitely. Yeah. Have a budget and stick to it. Try not to go over it. Yeah. yeah, set a goal. No, just set a goal of what set some yeah. goals of what you want and make sure they're smart goals. So specific, measurable, um, achievable, realistic and time frames. So you could say, Oh yeah, I want to win 5k a month if that if that's all what someone wanted to take. But yeah, you know, you've got to be realistic in that as well. It's not gonna you need to know how many customers customers at an average price you need to make. So yeah, yeah. have to make that 5k, you know. Yeah. I yeah, for me, if it like you know, if it touched the same subject as well, uh, I would uh, just give it a time. Just give it a bit of time. Don't don't rush it. Yeah, you know, you'll never turn that over in like four weeks. Just give it time. You know. So yeah, that's about uh, that'll be my advice. Just give it a bit of time, and then it will come to. I do think though, you need uh, you do need time, but you need to be realistic with your time. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, if you want to earn three grand that you take home every month, it's not going to come in a month, but you still need to set a target. So yeah, realistically, I could do that in six months. I could be here my three K or in seven yeah. months. Um after your first couple of months, you'll see how many customers that you can take on. Yeah, well, yeah. You know. start generating you start generating one that ripple effect exactly. will exactly. then that ripple effect will come back. Yeah. Brilliant. Excellent. Well done. Yeah. So that's my, that's my little bit of advice. Um, Brilliant. Okay. Watch your videos. Listen to my podcast is definitely on the bits of advice. as well. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your YouTube videos, listen to this podcast and you'll, you'll do all right. Um, okay. So that was your question to me, wasn't it? So next question to you. So what common mistake do you see when the cleaners make and how do you think they can overcome it? Uh, for me, uh, when actually see them cleaning windows in general, not just 
the guys that work for us as well, I think it's a, a lot, you know, and you know, you have your dinner break and you watch other window cleaners and you're just like, wow. For me, uh, like the mops, like two dry, I know the applicator and the squeegee. Yeah. For Ivan to the clean in the shop front and like they've missed all the top two inches of the edge of the frame, top of the frame. Yeah. Where the window, where the glass hits. So obviously the, the mop hasn't touched the top of it. So it's about two or three inches away. And then they'll get to the corner and they'll be just like, like a half a circle. So I'm like, right, he's, he's going to squeegee that now. So he'll get his squeegee out. And it's possibly because he can't reach or he hasn't used the pointer or he hasn't used the pole. And he'd, he'd, he'd reach up, but he'd miss three inches. So now you're talking five inches he's missed now. Yeah. And as he's blading it, he must be able to see what he's doing because... As you're blading that as well, all you're doing is just moving the muck, what was already there, and then you'll have, like, when the rubber runs over it, you'll feel it as well. It doesn't feel yeah, perfect. it grips a bit, doesn't it? It doesn't it slide. It grips a bit, and you get that, you know, you get, yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then you think it's clean because the sun's not on it, and then if you walk past or you walk, seeing it, and you see it, you'll see the, the mess you just made. I call it just dry, dried white, you know? Where what they should do is basically put the pointer in the corner or or, or you use a pole, yeah, you know, and then just go along the top edge from the edge right down to the side edge, then mop your window and then blade it with a normal eighteen inch, twenty inch squeegee on your pole and by using using the wagtails and stuff, so yeah. you'll actually get that. But in sunny days, on sunny days, I see a lot of trad guys trying to scrim windows as well, which you can do that to a degree. However, your scrim's got to be like nice and clean and fresh. And you've got to knock them cobwebs down as well because I've never seen window cleaners, trad guys doing the cobwebs. Most of them do, some of them don't. I'm not dissing all the trad guys because I'm going to touch a subject with the reach and wash guys. So that's what I always see. And that's what I, I, they need to overcome that. And then, like you say, in the sunny days, they need more water on the mop. So you're getting it back on because if it's sunny, you know yourself, if you uh, you mop your window and you, and you turn away and you speak to a customer and you try to blade right. it, and you're like, oh yeah, my, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to mop that again. That's yeah, gone. Definitely. It's gone. Or sometimes what happens as well, Max, if you put too much soap in your water on your applicator and you try and squeegee it, it's the same again. So you've got to be, you get, there's, a, there's a fine balance there. Yeah. Uh, there's a fine balance there. If you're putting the soap neat on the mop, You've got to swill it in your bucket. You've got to swill it off. You can't just put it on and then straight to the glass because you'll see where the soap solution is. Okay. Uh, uh, and then touching on the guys with, like, obviously, like us, when the Waterford Pole guys, like, Splash and Dash, they just come across and it's like, boom, 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 and they've done it. And they're away and you're like, whoa, hang on a minute. You, you can't just clean it that quick. You've got to give the brush, which is your mop, for argument's sake, that agitates the muck. And yeah. then you, your rinse off is your squeegee that we all talking about, squeegeeing it off. Then obviously cleaning the frame. Now, I will put my hand up. I don't clean that top frame where the vents are. Every clean, I clean them every other clean. I just keep on top of them. But down the side of the edges and the windowsill always gets cleaned. So that's what uh, I would advice I would give guys uh, in the industry. So you think, I go. think when they're doing it, when you're saying they're missing the top bit or the corners, that reduces time in like going having to go back in detail as well, doesn't it? Yes. I think they're just yes. they are literally trying to cut corners. Is that where yes, the, the saying comes from? Pardon the pun. 
pardon the pun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, cutting corners and stuff like that. Yeah. And then that's where you're like, you're, I don't know. I don't know if you use pointers. That's where the pointer comes in, Andy. You're like you know, I'm only small, but I, the reach that I can do is phenomenal. And I know on jobs I'll need a pointer for that just to get that last little reach. And then it just cuts the time down straight away because you know you need that pointer. If you haven't got the pointer, just use the old uh, trad poles. Uh, but you're only using the trad poles. You're talking tools like uh, the Mormon accelerator or something or the wagtail tools, which yeah. definitely gets you out of a tight scap, doesn't it? You don't need two mops. You don't need the mop and you don't need the squeegee. You just flip it, wet it, flip it over, and squeegee it, job done. Get away, you're gone. So and then obviously when you do see the uh, spider's webs, just flick it off with your uh, applicator. I just can't leave a spider's web. I just I always no. think I always think if I came out and a window cleaner had been, I'd just be like, it yeah, it could have just it'd have taken them a millisecond just to wipe that off. Do you yeah. know? I mean, that's how I think in my head. They'll be yeah. thinking that about me, so I just can't leave it. Yeah. However, however, you if you're the someone's house at eight o'clock and you've knocked that spider's web down and you've done your best you can. That will be back by two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I know. I know. So I've seen it. it. I've seen yeah, it. I've seen yeah, yeah. And talking about spiders' webs, when you walk into one, you go down an alley, <laughs> just goes in your face, and no, you're like, horrible, oh, eh? God. You're there doing a brute. You're there doing kung fu. <laughs> Everyone's looking at you, going, "What's he doing?" Because they can't see. Yeah. You're, you're getting more wrapped into it, like there's a rope going around you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, you're, then you're looking about where's the spider? I hope it's not one of the big ones with, with the big bodies that leaves all the muck on the windowsills. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not scared of spiders. They just don't bother me. But yeah, yeah. my missus, if she sees one in about five metres away, she'll like wail out. And uh, <laughs> same with one of the lads I work with, actually. He's absolutely petrified of them. But... Z. Uh, I think it's part of the part and parcel of it, isn't it? Really, getting um, it certainly is, sir. Okay, so it's my question to you is it? Yeah, are you ready? I'm ready. I've noticed uh, from our sales, there's more and more women, uh, women cleaners joining the industry. Does your wife work with you, and what interests interested her in working with the, in the company? Yeah, so number one, she's not my wife, but if she did ever listen to this, she'll be like, <laughs> see, even Darren thinks you should be. It should be pressure. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. What a good question and what a she'll good be, start then, eh? yeah, She'll <laughs> be using this as ammo. Like, <laughs> no, she Brilliant. won't soon. But um, so we basically, I can't really comment on the cleaners because she isn't uh, a window cleaner. Um my partner does uh, the admin side of things so um when i was on when i'm on the tools i can't take uh, we probably get on average i don't know don't quote me on it say 10 calls a day and maybe 10 emails yeah uh, i can't be stopping all the time say an average one takes five minutes an average call or an average email to reply you know, yeah. you add that up. It's, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I couldn't do it. Now, we both wanted... The reason I became a window cleaner is because I wanted to um, have a lifestyle where I could just come home at night and spend time with my daughter. And that's the same with um, my partner as well. So she can work from home, doing the admin, uh, answering the calls. Her background's in sales and networking, Brilliant. doing the admins. So kind of matches into 
the role that yeah we needed so um yeah so she's not she's not a window cleaner it's great that you've seen that though in your sales um, in our sales yes yeah. and, uh, even in the local area we've seen two or three uh, uh, women window cleaners yeah and on the forums we've we've noticed there's a lot more window cleaners like female isn't they yeah yeah no, that's brilliant. which is a good thing which, yeah. is, which is a good thing it is. it is 100 yeah. percent um yeah. i think i did have one person apply for one of the roles that i had up as a window cleaner but in general i think I, again i've seen um around my area normally it's like a partner it's a couple there is yes. a couple of couples who same go around uh, my yeah, city i haven't seen any that are just out on their own yet though no, that's yeah. really good really good and um mm. yeah i hope it kind of i hope it continues yeah brilliant yeah and um i suppose with yeah. um, a, a bit of girl power then eh? yeah definitely <laughs> i mean <laughs> I always, always, I'm not joking, I always offer to Amelia, go, can we just swap roles today? Can I just stay at home and answer all the calls and emails? And <laughs> <laughs> you go out. Brilliant. And, and do all the, I said, I'll do, we'll do a quick induction on our house and then you can just go out and drive the van around. And do it. <laughs> she hasn't taken it, she hasn't taken it up yet. Oh, well. Maybe well, one yeah. day she will. Yeah, maybe she's one day. Excellent. Spot on. <laughs> right. Okay. So, your, my question to you Go next is, um, what's your plans for the future um, for DA components? DA components, yeah. That's a very hard question to uh, answer as well, isn't it? However, I've got a few things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's like just, just continuing with like the niche products, you know, and... Uh, just continuing looking out for like great stuff from other manufacturers, uh, no like other companies on other suppliers that don't supply, you know, like Tucker and Maker, yeah, and uh, and keeping like an eye out for the next big thing as well. A uh, couple of little new products in the pipeline, uh, but uh, yeah, just keeping like keep keeping an eye on like the industry how it's gonna go and stuff because. That's what I'm all about, and uh, my best advice is is my best advice I can give out of all the years I've been doing it, and I'll always help anybody anybody asks me the question. So that's what uh, the future will be for DA components, just looking out for the the next big thing and uh, a couple of new little products in the pipeline. So do you ever look at the existing products? Say, for instance. I'm not picking anyone in, in particular. Do you ever look at like an electric reel and think, oh, I could do that better or I could make a, a difference to that or I could tweak it or anything? Yeah, I mean, mainstream yeah. kind of. I, I agree with the things what you're saying there because I've asked, been asked uh, questions, oh, can, can you make this for me, Daz? Can you make that? Now, personally, I think I can make whatever the customer wants, but then it introduces new insurance policies and because it starts to go because i'm all the more for like getting the correct insurance for the correct product as well yeah where use like use use provides the service i'd have to have product insurance for everything that i do so once i intro in, introduce like a new electrical product that needs like to be tested as well so i've got to be very careful on what i like release out there 
if it's like a mechanical thing, uh, like a you know, like a cross box, like a uni valve, and that, don't get it wrong, it'll be tested and stuff, you know. But uh, that's what I'd have to look at. So, but I always try and uh, implement new stuff to improve our products as well. So, okay. like Bragg the standard Brunswell pad holder, when it first got released, it weighed like I think it was two hundred and thirty grams, but now it weighs like one hundred ninety eight. So, yeah, I've, no one already knows that, but people do ask the questions like, yeah. oh, can you make like, you know?" So I'm always looking at ways to introduce. Uh, new things for deer components and I'll always be like that as well uh, when I'm on the tools I'm like coming home I'm like Julia Julia this is what you know what do you think of this what do you think of that and she's like oh, yeah I like the idea of that so so yeah that's I think that seems to be the future for deer definitely yeah, just keeping an eye on continuing on new niche products and uh, see what comes on board yeah are we going to get any kind of exclusives on what your um products are then that you're working on for the future any little insider tips uh no <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> and why is that is that because they're, they're nowhere near there yet or a bit of both a bit of both really and then the plus if you if you let some out the bag the cat is out the bag then isn't it people yeah. start looking at stuff and then the next big thing you're like oh, sorry i'll be up there. all night with my missus doing a prototype yeah. Cleaning yeah. the dark, going, <laughs> making out of a Pringles tin or something. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, I, I love, I love troubleshooting. You know, we've got a couple of uh, pictures what we've done over the years, looking at like, because in America, the American guys, the USA, they're like, they're like indoors. Uh, so like, they wanted like an extra large bronze wool pad holder. So we were, I was like troubleshooting, like, I don't know, two years ago, me and Julie were just trying to make a massive bronze wool pad holder. But it weighed more than me. And you're like, I ain't going down that route. So, yeah, crazy. They must so, have some giant birds out there that need a bigger bronze wool. Yeah, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. <laughs> that is funny. You should have done it. You should have just done it anyway. Well, yeah, yes or no. It'll need, I don't know, it'll need like a... Stabilizers on each end and all that. <laughs> Crane to lift it up. Yeah, brilliant. The window. Darren, yeah, I think that's so... all my that's all my questions done that I had. So I kept it to five. Um, yeah. I think next I think time we... we'll we'll put some more out there to the public. And, yeah. And and the listeners yeah, and say brilliant. what do you want Darren to answer if you're willing to come on again, um, which I hope you are because I think uh, our chats are good and they're going to help people out there hopefully. Excellent. Spot Sharing on. Your knowledge. No, good stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think you're out of questions as well, aren't you? I think I might have one left. Oh, yeah. go, for go, go for it. it. Go for it. Equipment maintenance, do you do it? And how often? And who's responsible? Is yes. it staff, managers or owners? Yeah, so we do van and equipment checks once a week, which is, is a paper-based kind of exercise. So uh, Once a week, very good. Yeah, sorry, van checks once a week, um, equipment yeah. checks once a month. But if I'm honest, with our maintenance in terms of taking stuff apart, cleaning it out, um, we normally, I hold my hands up and say, we will just be reactive to it. So we'll normally wait for something to be bad enough to go, yeah, my hands are filthy or this yeah. is broken, let's, let's set Monday morning out when we do our other checks to go, yeah. Right, we need two hours. Let's make sure it's a fresh start this week. Um, yeah. Everything's fixed because 
I'll be honest, there's nothing worth, the, probably the only thing that ruins my day, like I, I can handle a, a customer who's maybe aggressive or mardy or whatever. Yeah. That's just not life. Yeah. Like people have off days. I, I can accept that. I brush it off. I don't let it ruin my day. Whereas yeah. um, when like a pump starts failing or getting an air block or you get a, you get a little leak in your hose or something like yeah. that, it, it boils my blood. Like I'm thinking about it, even if I've patched it up for that minute, I'm thinking I'm going to need to set a couple <laughs> of hours tonight to redo yeah. this, to take this apart, to fix it. So yeah. I suppose you probably could do all the maintenance in the world. Like once a week, you take everything away and clean it. But then things are still going to happen. Like yeah, you're still going to yeah. step on your yeah. hose or you're still going to yeah. get it caught around a gate that pierces yeah. it or something. Like it just happens. Um, yeah. But it's massive. Like there's nothing yeah. worse than ruining flow of the day. And my yeah. mood and something, especially if it's something big, just going yeah. wrong it just it, it really annoys me when everything's working perfect it's so good it is such a good yeah. feeling I, I agree there uh, touching on the subject as well if, if you, you you go out and actually start playing the windows if you get snagged once throughout the day how many times you get snagged after that is phenomenal isn't it it just curses <laughs> the most, it yeah the most one the most one is wheelie bin wheels yeah, I know. They're just there's memes <laughs> out there, isn't there? It does happen. Yeah. A lot. Um, but you can do really bin management, you know. If you spend <laughs> spend spend air hose management, water management, and wheelie bin management, um, yeah, <laughs> move them out of the way because you if you see one and you just go, oh, this time I won't get it. You know you're gonna get yeah. snagged on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't have to get like snagged anyway because obviously we're trolleys uh backpacks on the trolleys so uh Salex 27s we've extended the hose to about okay. 40 foot yeah yeah so if it's a semi-detached you put it at the side of the house and that trolley won't get moved that's it so why do, you use, why do you use trolleys more than poles it's just more it's just more versatile and some of the house work you have to go do all the front and then you have to come back to do all the backs yeah it's like a state's like that uh, if you pull the van there, you would have to do all the fronts, and that means Packing getting up. the reel out yeah. to go that way to come all the way down to there, and then you'll never get around the back of there because it's not long enough. Then you'd have to bring it back that way, then you'd have to move your van. It's just I get it, yeah, I get it. And there's a few that tricky. I do, but where it's like that, where you've got to pack up, drive around the back, or you've literally got to yeah. get 100 meters of hose out to go around five other houses just to do the back of yeah. one house. But we don't yeah. always have the trolley, number one, because it falls over in the van, <laughs> uh, no matter how much you strap it up. Number two, you have got to, like the batteries don't last long on them. You've got to charge them every day. And we're just probably not, up. we don't have enough to justify taking the trolleys yeah. out every day. Which, so, um, did, go on, so, sorry. sorry. Did you, did you say you use trolleys? Cause I use the backpacks on a trolley. So ah, trolley. okay. Yeah. I've got the pure freedom trolley that we use. Do you, do you have the nano one, the, the super light one, or is it the old version? It's definitely not. It's definitely not a light. If this is a nano, I don't know, but it's not light. It's not going to be light when it's got twenty five kilograms on it anyway. At water, as yeah, no. yeah, there's no light about it. But the uh, battery will only last a day, and then you've got to charge it. Wow. And so, nice, nice, nice. I've adapted it myself. So I've I've got a Halford's like smart super plus charger thing. So that's Brilliant. kind of like sticking out, so I can just clip it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 and it's it charges yeah, got, it fast. Yeah. Brilliant, excellent. They've got the little white connector for the charger. 
Uh, did you uh, change it? Did you say? You yeah, like I say, I've changed it. Yeah, changed, changed it. Yeah, yeah, cool. But also, what else have I done? I've fitted a remote, um, a remote control, control to it as well, mm-hmm. just so you can turn it off. But I mean, you don't really need. And that was mainly to save the battery because the battery's just yeah. blasted out. But I did buy it secondhand, so um, it might just mm-hmm. a new battery. So Maybe you make like, what backpacks are you using? Gardeners. Yeah. Yeah, gardeners, they get put on charge on a Sunday night and they don't go back on charge till the following Sunday. Gets used five days a week, six hours a day. It's mad. I've never not... had a problem. Don't get me wrong. I will say there is problems. We all have problems. However, it's very rare you have a battery fail. The common fault with gardeners' backpacks is uh, the wiring inside because uh, we all know where they come from. And it's same again to the maintenance thing we keep going on about. If you look after it, it looks after you. It's as simple as that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and, uh, yeah, the backpack, as soon as that runs out, uh, you go at the van, there's, at the side of the van, there's a battery and a submergible pump, and it'll fill that backpack in 10 seconds. Bloody simple yeah. as that. That's mad. And then away you go. All right, you might be going back and back and forth with the van, but now the way we have these brushes on in the univalve, I think I counted it the other day. Just two windows outside the side, one opener. I get 22 windows off it. It's good. Maintenance cleans, that is, obviously. But I do the front and back door by hand. I never do front doors with the reaching wash. Especially these coloured doors, these uh, black and red doors, these composite doors, because you cause a whole lot of problems on them with Why? the reaching wash system. Why do you think? It, it, marks, it marks them, it leaves uh, little dots of uh, uh, the water on it, and then the, the glass doesn't seem to like, dry perfect. And to save water, because we're on trolleys, we do the uh, front and back doors by hand. And plus, it was just had an incident years and years ago where water actually got in. Yeah. It damaged, the, damaged, it damaged the laminate Florence, so that ain't getting done. Yeah. Doesn't get done. Don't re- most of them don't really justify cleaning the whole door most of the time. It's mainly in yes. like the frame, isn't it, where cobwebs yes. get along across the bottom. It's yes. all leaves and dirt. That's that's where the majority of it is, I suppose. But um, yeah. and that's where the great advantage of on the trolley is obviously pull the univalve and the, the the pump stops as normal. But I carry me pouches. I have me pouches on as well with me scrims and me silk cloth and me squeegee. So I'm pretty much ready to go now i have a mop on the actual trolley ready to go as well so my mop's always soaked up ready to go so yeah that's how i do it if i'm honest as well going back to the guy in the backpack i had a um a facelift one that, that's what i bought first the big boy it's called yeah the big um, boy yeah and i abused it in terms of i used it for applying when i was using different things right at the beginning like different tfrs or degreaser and yeah it yeah, just yeah, stopped yeah. working. I put the charger in now and it just goes beep, beep, beep. So yeah. I need to figure out what I've taken it apart. I just haven't had the chance to actually look what's wrong with it because I left stuff in overnight and I know you shouldn't because it just furs everything up and everything starts to yeah. rust. But um, with my gardener one, I've got two backpacks. One, the on and off button has actually broke and dislodged. So that's an easy fix. I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. But the main yeah. one that we use just for applying, you know, a, a chemical, um, mate, I'd, I'd probably charge it once every couple of months. We use, like The battery is Im- immense on it. Obviously, we're only using it for a couple of minutes at a time, and then it's turned off. Yeah, um, yeah. The batteries are good on them. 
and they're so robust as well. They do get abused in the back of the van. Yeah. But uh, I probably do need to... Have you attached it just to a normal trolley then? Yeah, we get a trolley from Machine Mart, believe it or not. Yeah. And uh, put a ratchet strap on it and uh, away you go. So simple as that. And you have a, a submergible pump in your tank in the van? Uh, it's at the side of the van in a bucket, ready with uh, a two-inch... Uh, transfer hose on maybe is about half a meter. Yeah. So 650 liters in the in the van tank. Yeah. yeah. Lift the lid, lift the lid off, drop that in there, and that's already attached with crocodile clips. And there's a little switch. And uh, as soon as you hit that switch, it fills that backpack in about 10 or 12 seconds. I need to get one of them. I need to get one of them. So I've just been. If we do, I mean, normally because we're not cleaning windows with it, we might not use pure water, so we can just fill it up from a tap. But yeah, brilliant. There has yeah. been times when we're using the pure freedom trolley where I need to fill a fill a um, twenty five liter car. It I'm takes ages. I'm either filling it up, trying to take something apart and do it that way, or fill it up with my hose, and it takes forever. I was going to say, I suppose you fill it up with your six millos or eight millos, do you? Yeah, one. unless I'm yeah. really in a rush and I'll take like take a filter off or something, you know. Yes, yes, that'll take whatever that. Yeah, it that'll does. just that'll just trickle out. <laughs> Unless you, unless you whack the controller up, then out in hand. That's what I mean. That's the way I've been doing it. It takes forever. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like that. Ten minutes later. I'll have to look into that then. Getting a, I, can, a, we can, I can send you some links. That's not a problem. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. I've, is that uh, everything? I or think is, we've covered all of Have I missed a question for you? Because I've there's another question you've know. got for me. Oh, there was six for me, but I've only asked you five. If I missed one, let me just double check. Common mistakes. We've done that. What's your plans for the future? We've done that. What do you love? And what's the best bit of underrated? Unless I've, yeah, I've done it. What's your best seller? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I've messed it up. You have messed nothing up. Been great. Yeah, I've asked them all. On. Good stuff. Well, thank you, Darren. Hopefully we'll have um, you on in the future. Uh, yeah, brilliant. And oh, if, people, if people want to um, reach out, to you and ask you a question or if they're interested in your products what's the best way to contact you where can they find you on your socials for example uh, you can find us on uh, facebook the hyphen components find us on uh, instagram the hyphen components find us on twitter the hyphen components <laughs> find us on linkedin very rare but it's there uh, but the main one is obviously uh, facebook and all the social media ones and uh, my own website as well Obviously, uh, info at the uh, hyphen components.com. Any, any questions, any advice, feel free to ask me. I'm here. I won't bite. I'm always, uh, I'll do my best to answer the best questions ever. And you ha I have got the DA Academy as well, haven't you? Sorry, yes. What we've uh, set up in the last three or four months uh, on our website, we've uh, launched the DA Academy, which basically is tutorials and how to repair things and fit things and talk about my products and uh, we're doing a lot more blogs as well we just released a new blog uh, from the cleaning show so that's an interesting one uh, that's just been released and uh, yeah brilliant that's where we are and how do we get to the academy how do you get to the academy you have to log on to the website uh, in the search bar at the top right hand side you'll see the uh, academy as soon as you click the dear academy you'll see it says blogs I think, I think it might say videos and uh, user guides and stuff. And then click the next available uh, screen that you want and enjoy. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, thank you, Darren. It has been a pleasure as always. And um, Excellent. I'm sure your inbox will be flooded from this.
hopefully. And uh, thank you very much, Max. Brilliant. Nice one. Cheers, mate. Excellent. Cheers.